Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Wholehearted Health Podcast. Today we have a super exciting guest, my friend Grace. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Grace. Tell them a little bit about yourself and we'll get into it. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me, Elsie. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, my name is Grace. I am not a fitness coach yet, but I have my certifications. I'm still an intern, but I've been on my fitness journey for probably five years now, just kind of figuring out as I go. Um, and yeah, I Elsie and I actually met recording a podcast episode after we had met on Instagram, and then I flew down to Florida randomly for a weekend and now we're besties so I'm so excited to be here yeah it's it's crazy <laughs> uh, yeah you're one of the social media blessings for sure Aww, but I love it it is so fun to watch your your journey as you know in your own fitness and then also like with coaching with getting out there with your internship it's been so fun to watch oh thank you and it has been it's been great to get inspiration from people like you and like Aww. get that motivation from you guys. Oh, yeah, no, I love it. And I think it's cool too, because when you've been on your own for fitness journey for that long, you go through a lot of mistakes and a lot for of sure. trial and error. <laughs> and so you do, you have so much to, to share and for other people that are really prevalent with trying to manifest a healthy digestive system. For sure. I actually saw like a naturopathic doctor and I think I talked with you about it back in the fall because I was having like insane digestion issues. Like I would get insanely bloated anytime after I ate and we did kind of an elimination diet, which I don't know if I would recommend um, because I don't think I needed to do that, but it did open my eyes a lot to like the amount of artificial protein that I was consuming was yeah. really upsetting my gut. And the amount of low sugar diet foods, when I cut all those out, I suddenly felt better. And when I started eating vegetables and whole foods, um, I actually started feeling good. I've never done a juice cleanse, but my sister did. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, dude, that's, that's not going to do anything for you. You're just going to have to go to the bathroom a lot and go right back to not feeling well if you go back to your eating habits I have been sucked into the heal your gut things of eliminating dairy and eliminating meat sources and eliminating all these things and I'm like no I didn't need to do that I didn't need to go through that eating enough or not sleeping or being really stressed out um, even still if I get really stressed out I will get insanely bloated and before I thought it was like what I was eating but it turns out it's just I need to chill and de-stress <laughs> oh yes that's so a huge so one. many so many factors that you think it's I, I think social media tells you oh it's it's these gut issues you need to heal your gut but it's really that I wasn't drinking water and I was over exercising and I was under eating and I was trying to eliminate foods or eating really crappy foods it wasn't yeah just my gut health and I know for me personally, I had terrible gut health for years. Yeah. And I did the same thing, cutting everything out. I cut out mm -hmm. dairy. I cut out. And it was like, I knew it was manifesting in other ways too. Like my gut was so unhealthy that I had terrible skin and yes. I, was, I had terrible sleep. My recovery wasn't great. Obviously, like that kills your self-confidence because mm -hmm. you're you're bloated or you're gassy or whatever. So it was just terrible. And really mine came down to I was under eating chronically, yeah. overdoing hit, 
And then I was really stressed. So that, that what you mentioned, stress mm-hmm. on the body, we, oh my gosh, it kills your digestive health. For because sure. Because we, when we're in that fight or flight state, digestion is not a priority. Exactly. And then that highly elevated chronic cortisol, that is something that like, that's going to suppress a lot of other things that we need in order to have healthy digestion, Mm -hmm. we need to have a healthy metabolism, we need to have healthy hormones. And when we're stressed out, you know, those don't go hand in hand. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, that's kind of the root. That's where my interest in all of this started was really in healing my own digestion. Yeah. And let me tell you how much money I spent on different supplements and and probiotics and all of this stuff. And truthfully, like none of that, that's like throwing, putting a water gun up against a house fire. Yeah. It's like, that is not going to do anything. And likely you're not lacking probiotics. You don't Mm -hmm. need a green supplement. Yeah. (laughs) You need to rest. And we'll talk a little bit more about, (laughs) yeah, what actually can improve some of these symptoms, Mm -hmm. especially if it is stress hormonal, under eating, metabolic symptoms that we see to present in the gut often. Mm -hmm. But what have you wasted? Not I shouldn't say wasted. What have you spent your money on and the (laughs) that it's going to be the magic pill to improve your digestion? Well, even just like starting off when I did eliminate dairy entirely from my diet, Mm -hmm. I bought all these like dairy-free protein options and dairy-free snacks and stuff, not realizing that it was the artificial stuff I was eating, not the dairy. So spending all that money to get like dairy and dairy-free is not cheap. Like then I was eating dairy-free yogurt and dairy-free milks full of a bunch of gums and Mm -hmm. fillers and stuff thinking, oh, this is going to heal me. I'm going to feel so much better. No. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> greens powders. That was a, that's still a, such a big thing on social media too. Is oh, if you drink this greens juice, you're gonna feel great. No, yeah. just eat, get your minerals, vitamins, and minerals elsewhere. Yep. yep. And I was taking a whole slew of supplements. Yeah. I don't even want to know how much money I spent on those. Yeah. No, so like that did no, absolutely nothing because I was still stressed out. I was still over training doing all the things that I needed to stop doing (laughs) yeah and still eating food full of fillers and gums and crap that your body cannot digest yeah there is a lot to say about that well one dairy gets so demonized and Mm -hmm. really nine times out of ten dairy is not the issue yeah stuff in those Mm -hmm. products so exactly what you said it's the artificial sweeteners it's the gums I can't tell you the amount of times that I have a client come to me and they are having poor digestion I look in their food diary and I hate to call things out but I see one of two things almost every single time and I say hey are you drinking Fairlife protein shakes yep and they say (laughs) Yes, I that am. That was me. And I say, all right, let's try to find some, maybe a whole food protein source instead. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, and like the same thing with the low fat movement where yes. everyone's fearing, oh, fat is bad for you. Fat is mm-hmm. good. So they go for these fat free or low fat options. And sometimes there are some that are okay. But most of the time, then it's pumped with these inflammatory oils or or things that are like fake 
are totally disrupting our gut microbiome and causing literally like causing harm. So it's like, usually it's not necessarily what people are thinking the issue is. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, it's gluten. Well, it could be, but it also could just be you trying to eat gluten free meat even more processed food. Yeah. And so I'm glad that you found kind of that window of, oh my gosh, aha moment. It's actually, I just need to incorporate more whole foods and, mm-hmm. and rid a little bit of the, if you, yes, yeah. for lack like, of a better I eat word. dairy all the time now and I feel fine. Yeah. And, you know, if you would have looked at my pantry a year a year and a half ago, it would have been full of fiber one brownies and <laughs> yeah. low fat, whatever healthy Cheez-Its and stuff that is not good, not good. And oh, girl, uh, was trying to be low calorie. And then it's like, okay, if I would just eat some whole foods, they're usually pretty naturally low calorie. Um, and I'm going to feel a whole lot better Yeah, eating yeah. that and a lot more satiated eating real food than drinking this fair life i used to drink a fair life protein shake every morning elsie every morning for like a year and a half oh and then i wondered why i didn't feel good yep and that's i uh, i was the same a couple years ago i was the macro friendly like prescribe anything we're talking about our own personal experiences but one thing that did really help was just focusing on more real food mm-hmm. like quality fat sources you know i I hate to say this, but I, I used to be a total nut butter addict. Yeah. And it did not, it did not do me any favors. And I realized once I basically cut out all like polyunsaturated fats, like nuts and seeds and things like that, mm-hmm. that my digestion didn't like and focused more on animal fats and, and even quality dairy and things like yeah. that. Oh my gosh, my digestion, not not just my digestion, everything thrived. But yeah, those small switches, like things that you think, oh, everybody's eating nut butter must be healthy. Well, I'm like, Uh does it make you feel good? That's my first question. (laughs) I was so chronically under eating. And that is one of the symptoms of adaptation is when your digestion slows down, you're going to be bloated, you're going to be gassy. Digestion is not a priority. And your body is literally saying, we don't know how to get food again. We're mm-hmm. not prioritizing burning through these calories. Yeah, we're holding on to them. So that's almost always what happens when I have a client coming in through a reverse diet. This happened to me. All of a sudden, you're eating more food and your digestion is like rapidly improving and speeding up because you're speeding up your metabolic function mm-hmm. and like there's just this downstream effect. So yes, there's it's yes about what we want to maybe eliminate but more about what we want to start including and I like to yeah. focus more on that inclusivity because yes, it does make a really big difference what that quality looks like. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. It's, and it's definitely like, I needed that time of drinking, like, I don't drink protein shakes unless I'm like really on the go now. Yeah. Um, it's like every once in a blue moon or when I'm traveling, I'll bring protein powder with me because I know I'm not going to get enough, but I know that I needed that time of eating, like using protein shakes to supplement because I could not figure out how to get enough protein in a day. And then I, started eliminating that and learning how to like replace that 30 grams of protein with yep. 
eggs or egg whites or yep. extra chicken at lunch or extra chicken or extra beef at dinner, you know, like yep. bumping up that portion size. So not that it's bad, like you said, like there's no good or bad food. But as soon as I learned to replace that with a whole food, it was like easier to get my protein intake in in a day without having to use a protein shake all the time. Oh, totally. And it is, it's just a learning curve. And that's what usually for sure. Like I, I see it most commonly in my new clients because they are the ones that are adjusting to eating more protein. Mm -hmm. And so their first thought is protein powder. And so that's what they go to first. And I completely get that. But then it's working more so on exactly what you said, getting more from whole food sources, as simple as just increasing the portion sizes, Mm -hmm. finding out what are other protein sources you can utilize that will digest well, yes, but it is, exactly. it's a process. And usually I think people find that I, I also, I haven't utilized a protein powder in years. I just don't need to, I get plenty from my food. So mm-hmm. it's just a process finding that kind of routine that do digest well. Cause if you're, you're bloated, you're gassy, your stomach is in pain, you're constipated or, or opposite, like yeah. that's a sign from your body something isn't right. Something's yeah, not working. Yeah. So don't ignore that. Cause I, I know there's that big, I, I hate to see it, but it's like everyone these days is saying bloating is normal. It's okay uh-huh. to be bloated. And my I'm favorite is here, hot girls have IBS. And I I'm over here like, girl, that is not normal. Yeah. Like, you're like, I, I feel literal bad. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for them. Yeah. Like it's not, not good. Common does not equal normal and healthy. <laughs> no. It, and it comes down to the same thing. Like I, there's a lot of correlation here and this is a whole nother rabbit hole, but see in my clients, I see it all the time when they have their, they have they've been on hormonal birth control, mm-hmm. hormonal birth control, really kill your gut microbiome. Yeah. So when we've got those hormonal imbalances, we're bound to have digestive issues. And we can't heal that in the same environment we got sick in. Yeah. So I usually tell them, I'm like, you can add all the probiotics and greens and whatever in the world, but your issues if we don't get to the root cause of these things. I think people make themselves feel better by trying to normalize it. Yeah. The sad truth is, is that like it's normal or it's common, but it is not one like that is not thriving. You're not thriving. Yeah. Yeah. It's not how it should be. So just because everyone else is experiencing it too does not mean that's yeah. what we should be experiencing. And yeah, it's so sad because I mean, that that's, I'm not shaming anyone. Five years ago, four years ago, I was there. That yeah. was me. I was like, yeah. I'm broken. I don't know how to not be <laughs> bloated all the time, regardless of how healthy I eat. Mm-hmm. I was just struggling. And so learning kind of what goes into the foundation of a healthy gut, your metabolic health, your hormone health. I do want to share some tips, but before we move on to that section, do you have any other thoughts to add? I don't think so. I think we can move on to the positive reinforcements. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I don't want to neglect things that like have small changes. I know it's daunting. And I know that like I went down every single rabbit hole when I was trying to fix my blow. Yes. You can look, you can Google and all day long and find 500 different tips on what's mm-hmm. causing your bloat. And they're all contradicting each other. Yeah. But <laughs> really what actually 
makes a difference. And things that we don't want to neglect are, I, t- I talked about quality, you know, of food choices, quality mm-hmm. of fats, things like that, more calories. If you need to reverse diet, you need to reverse diet. Yep. You will not heal your gut in a chronic deficit. Ridding the, the junk, the artificial sweeteners, the gums, you know, processed sugars, things like that that are just fueling the fire. Mm-hmm. Like that was a big one. You. Big yeah. one for me. Food volume. So this is something that I I see a lot. And it's more so when people are on that super kind of clean eating track uh-huh. where they're like eating tons of vegetables. They're eating yes. tons of low calorie, high volume foods. There yep. is such thing as too much of a good thing. Uh-huh. Too much fiber <laughs> will mess you up. And this was, I was a very I was a repeat offender I would just overdo the heck out of fiber from vegetables from all these like low carb products and let me tell you the low carb wraps not worth it yeah (laughs) not worth it yeah (laughs) don't do it um and like you could eat like even just like you know broccoli is a huge diet food like the bro diet is like chicken rice and broccoli because you can have like three cups of broccoli and it's like hardly any calories. But do you know what your stomach's going to do when you eat three cups of broccoli? Like, yeah. <laughs> and the truth that's is, is, yeah. so hard to digest. Like, yeah, we were not made to. I think that's one big thing. Um, I did just re- record an episode about going animal-based and mm-hmm. having that change and for the better. Not eliminating fiber, not eliminating carbs, but having the higher fat and like moderate carb ratio where my food yeah. volume is lower holy crap you don't realize how good your digestion is yeah. <laughs> or it how poor it was until it gets really good mm-hmm. so just finding that sweet spot everybody's sweet spot for fiber is different but one making sure i'm telling you guys stop eating raw vegetables yeah your body will probably not like them <laughs> like you're <laughs> yeah. not doing yourself any favors eating things that aren't digesting well it's just you're not absorbing the nutrients then you're mm-hmm. creating inflammation and you're making yourself uncomfortable so finding yeah. those things that do digest well you should feel satisfied but light after a meal you should not yeah. feel bloated or gross or in pain or anything like that so mm-hmm. yeah or like overly full because yeah you feel full because you ate a whole bunch of vegetables yeah but it's your body's not digesting that <laughs> no it's not it's not worth it it's not worth it so finding that sweet spot with food volume is huge another one and this topic is a little bit taboo oh, and I've, yeah. I've definitely changed my kind of opinion on this over the years but being very smart and very aware, but utilizing breaks from eating. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily in like a going absolutely crazy and doing a three day fast, but giving your digestion, like giving your digestive system a break between meals and overnight is so, so healthy. Like yep. giving your body time to break down that food, to clean things. That only happens a break from eating so Mm -hmm. finding that like for yourself meals where you're having a large enough meal where you feel good you feel energized but not one where you need a snack two hours later because you likely are harming your digestion if you're eating nonstop all day and grazing Mm -hmm. and then also giving 
I've found that because when we're sleeping, our bodies are not prioritizing digestion. So if you can like finish eating two to three hours, and the research has proven this, finishing your last meal, like at least two to three hours before you go to bed, one, it'll improve your sleep, which is super important. Yeah. (laughs) But also it gives you that like longer fasting window overnight Mm -hmm. so that your body can like our gut, it basically starts to, this is a little bit rabbit hole, but your gut starts to kind of clean up. It's in your, your lining of your gut when you're fasting. And that's actually really healthy because we need to kind of have that like clean sweep sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if we're eating 20 hours a day yeah. at all hours. <laughs> and never letting ourselves it, yeah, clean out. Yeah. That. So that's another big one. Um, and then even just how we eat. Yes. If you're constantly eating on the go and you're distracted and you're stressed out, I tell my clients this, never eat while you're stressed because your body is in fight or flight. Yep. Digestion is shut down. Mm-hmm. Like you're running from a bear, that perceived threat of bear, <laughs> your body is not saying, let's digest well. Yeah. So if you find that you are worrying about everything bloating you or mm-hmm. you're just even eating in a stressful environment, digestion's going to be off. Yep. So finding that piece, taking some deep breaths, sitting down, you know, taking breaks between your bites, like slow mm-hmm. chewing, 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 chewing. Your, food. <laughs> oh, chewing. chewing your food is so big. <laughs> yeah. So those are all like really overlooked small things. Mm-hmm. I even tell my clients, chug water while you're eating yep. because that's going to dilute your stomach acid going to be make it more likely for you to swallow air and it's going to give you probably more of a bloated feeling and it's going to be harder for your body to and if you're digest so thirsty at mealtimes that you feel like you have to chug water you need to be drinking more water during the day yeah drink. you should not be like insanely (laughs) dehydrated right when it's time to eat yeah so definitely like just taking those small things into account um and obviously, like, it's it's overwhelming. It's intimidating. So if you're one struggling with time. your gut health, <laughs> focus on, like, one thing at a time. Focus on one thing. Yep. Don't stress. Um, but, yeah, it's just – it's it's really sad to see how normalized it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, no. We should feel good. Like, yeah. we almost should talk more about what healthy digestion is. Yeah. Not People are too what- afraid to, like – make other people feel bad about yeah. them having poor digestion but it's like okay so then who are we helping yeah like we're all sitting real. around talking about how horrible it is like if it's the same as if you're in a really negative group of people nobody's ever going to become positive exactly like you have to have somebody who's out there who's maybe not telling you exactly what you want to hear mm-hmm. but is going to turn around you know be like yep. oh shoot you know like I wish I felt like that yeah. I need to take the steps to start feeling like that instead of, oh, this person said it's fine. I'm normal. Like, <laughs> I'm yep. good. Yep. And it's like, one, you're, you know, you should be going to the bathroom one to three times a day. Mm-hmm. You should have, like, not have issues going. If you're not going to the bath, if you're, like, constipated for days or even, I have people tell me, oh, I'll go, like, once a week. Oh, my And I'm gosh. just like, there, there's so many issues with that. We could go into a rabbit hole about hormones. Yeah. Because one of our main detox pathways is going to the bathroom. Uh So if we're not going to the bathroom, we're not detoxing that excess estrogen. We're having, 
we're compounding all these issues. Like you're yeah. not going to feel good. It's one <laughs> so thing after another. That normalize point. going to the bathroom every day yep. and not having it be an issue <laughs> and also <laughs> not having to run to the bathroom after meals. Like, yeah, you're like, like if it's in panic mode, that's also not normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I would love it if, it's it's the biggest win when my clients are like, oh my god, my digestion has never been better. Like, yes, yay, this is, this is what we need more of. This Not like, oh, I feel bloated twenty four seven, and I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> we but don't. Yeah. That, we don't want that. No, we don't. So yeah, I just I want. I think that you're one thousand percent right. We need, and I try to do my best of doing this. You in do a great job. way where like, hey, let's let's incorporate more of this. So that we can have this desired outcome because mm-hmm. nobody wants to be bloated. So why are we making it okay? Yeah. <laughs> I, nobody I, uh, wants to feel like crap after they eat. Like nobody's no. like, man, can't wait to eat this meal and then have to go lay down for a little bit because I don't feel good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's not ideal. Not at all. Not at all. So I think biggest takeaways from kind of this conversation is just like, keep things simple, guys. Keep things whole food base, you know, eat real mm-hmm. food, but also just pay attention. Like listen to what your body's telling you. If you are yeah. really out of touch, you're never going to be able to heal because our body is smart plus things. So mm-hmm. hunger, if you feel horrible use, after you eat something, yeah. what I did was I would just like keep a log in my phone. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I ate this meal and it didn't make me feel good. And then after a while, you know, you start to see patterns of, oh, I ate all of this like huge meal no wonder I felt bad after or I just ate drank two protein shakes that day no wonder I was bloated like yep stuff like that just keeping a log mentally or on paper of you know I really didn't feel good after that yeah totally being just staying self-aware that's the first step and you know giving yourself grace too like sometimes we don't need to add more things Mm -hmm. don't necessarily we like you said a lot of people think healing their gut like they need more fiber they need more supplements and like honestly you might need to start doing less yeah yeah (laughs) simplistic approach give your body actually more rest like I said getting into Mm -hmm. that rest and digest state there's a reason it's called that the parasympathetic state of our nervous system when we're calm when we're relaxed that's where the healing happens that yeah is healthy and running smoothly so we have to keep those things in mind too. For sure. And not necessarily listen to everybody on whatever new greens powder and uh-huh. all this. It's like cutting out dairy be- and gluten and yeah. all this stuff. Like start yeah. with, you know, sleep digestion and yep. stress relief and totally. rest and those, you know, simple things before sometimes before you even get to the food portion of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes if you're eating really clean and not, not clean, I hate that word, but like whole foods already, um, and you're still having gut issues, it's probably something not even entirely related to food. Exactly. And that's when we look at things like, yeah, stress management for dealing with maybe an imbalance in the gut from hormones or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be. Those are all deeper level but yeah give yourself grace with this process guys if you're struggling with your gut health it's not a one-size-fits-all approach but some of these small small changes small habits can add up so for sure thank you for allowing us to keep it real (laughs) 
by no means a polished presentation, but I think it's, it's nice to just have these discussions because Mm -hmm. so many people are struggling and are, are being told that, Hey, it's, it's, it's this going to be this way forever. And that's not the case. Like, and most of us have been there. Oh yeah, totally. Anyone who's healed their gut has been there (laughs) Yep, and has been through the phase of, Oh, this is just how I'm going to live forever. (laughs) Like, will I ever not be bloated? Yes. I promise you will not be bloated. No more. Yeah. Get away from that. Well, thank you so much, Grace. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you Um, so much for having me. We'll drop Grace's contact in to Instagram in the bio. Um, But otherwise, thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day and keep